welcome to the All Things Overlanding podcast. My name is Fletch, and I'll be your host. Are you ready for some great overlanding content? Then let's get into it. Hey everybody, Fletch from All Things Overlanding here. On today's episode of the podcast slash vlog, I'm going to be talking about something that you may have heard from like work or something like that. Um, I didn't pick up this term from overlanding, but I kind of started to feel this way and reminded myself that like I felt this way at work sometimes, you know, if you feel like you're not qualified for something or you feel like, wow, how am I in this position where, you know, I feel like these other people know so much more than me. Um, It's called imposter syndrome, right? So I've started to kind of feel that way a little bit with overlanding, which has been really interesting because, you know, every in every instance in my past where I felt imposter syndrome, I've almost always been wrong, right? Like, even when we feel like, oh, you know, there's somebody else that's more qualified, there's somebody else that's better at this, there's somebody else that has been on more trips, for example, in overlanding, or has a better setup or spent more money on their rig or, you know, whatever, that kind of stuff. Um, why do I have a YouTube channel, right? Like, why am I talking about it? Why am I on these forums all the time, you know? posting up and and talking about things that, you know, maybe other people know more than I do. Um, So that was kind of where I was coming from was, you know, I met a couple people in person uh, recently that are like amazing. I've been all over the world. I met a guy the other day that bought some wheels and tires off of me um, who's been to 26 countries. Now he's mostly done it on bikes and stuff, he said. So it's a little bit different, but I mean, it's the same idea, right? Um, And as I'm talking to him, I'm like walking him around my truck because he was buying the wheels and tires off me. He just recently got an Xterra. And I'm walking him around the truck and I'm like explaining different things and like why I set this thing up this way or did this. And then as I'm talking, then this guy's telling me about his travels and I'm like, oh, well, then I shouldn't even be telling you anything, right? Like, you know more than I do. And, and he was extremely kind and super nice and was like, well, no, I've done it all on bike and it's, it's a totally different thing. Like I had a backpack worth of stuff basically and had to stay in hostels and had to do all this. It's a little bit different, right? It's not as much relying on your vehicle when you're on a bike. Um, so, so it was really interesting, but it kind of made the gears start turning in my head. Like, oh man, I, you know, I, it kind of makes me doubt things sometimes, right? Um, generally speaking, I'm a pretty confident guy, but it definitely made me kind of second guess, you know, do I know what I'm talking about when I talk about this stuff? So before we dive into that, did want to just touch on my featured partners as always. Uh, Rugged Bound Supply Company, again, amazing quality gear. They're who I just got my tent from, uh, my pop-up rooftop tent. Um, But so I will put a link in the description to their website. They've got awnings, they've got roof racks, they've got rooftop tents, they've got all kinds of super cool stuff. Um, So definitely check them out when you get a chance. Last US bag. Now these guys, you know, I talk about quite a bit. They have amazing quality overlanding bags. They are coming out with new bags all the time and I am super hyped to check out some of these new bags. They have a waterproof shoe bag. They have a, I just saw today or the other day, they have a a waterproof bag that has a mesh bottom that you can unzip to open up the mesh to like dry out wet clothes and things like that. So like they have all these cool bags coming and they're constantly thinking of new ways to innovate. So they have really cool stuff. So if you click through that link in the description below, it'll take you to our next featured partner's website because he actually sells last US bags. Um, But that is Overland Addict. Uh, Again, online store, in-person store in Missouri, Awesome, awesome quality gear. Um, so if you check out the website, there's a ton of stuff on there that you could you could pick up. So definitely click through that link. Check out his stuff. If you're going to buy overlanding gear anyways from somebody, you might as well make it from you know a good company that really takes care of its customers and, and has some really unique, good quality stuff that he's tested out himself, right? Um, and then Northology Adventures. These guys are awesome. They're leading you know custom 
trips through Wisconsin, the UP, all over in that sort of area up in Michigan, Wisconsin. Um, they've also got a free overlanding slash outdoors magazine that comes out digitally every month. So if you click through that link in the description below, you can get signed up for that. It's totally free. Um, but they're just great people. So definitely want to check all them out. Um, so without further ado, let's dive into imposter syndrome and overlanding and kind of what that means. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So, you know, like I mentioned, I'm going to break this up into a few different sort of sections, if you will. So I'll kind of give you a, an overview, an index, if you will, of what those sections are going to be. And then I'm going to go into each of those sections. And again, the whole idea for this and most of my podcasts slash vlogs are to start a conversation, right? I want to hear from you guys what you think. I want to hear what you've experienced. If you've had good experiences with these things, bad experiences with these things, how you've kind of overcome them, that sort of stuff. I'm going to give you both the challenge sort of and then my solution for it. But again, it's not the end-all, be-all solution, right? It's just the way that I dealt with it. So again, if you guys post up and let me know what you've done, it may help somebody. So the hype, right? There are a lot of folks out there that do amazing stuff, right? Like a trail recon or, um, you know, Overland X or, you know, those guys that are just like super amazing. Last line of defense, expedition overland, lifestyle overland, right? Like all those guys that are like extremely professional with like full film crews or at least like really expensive nice photography gear videography gear and you know some dedicated people to sort of work that gear and and get the best shots and make sure that everything's being captured um and that can be pretty daunting right like that can be pretty intimidating so when i see that stuff sometimes you know a lot of the times i'm looking and i'm liking these people's posts on instagram or facebook i'm liking these videos on youtube and as i'm sitting there i'm looking and i'm like man i've been doing this for like a year and a half almost two years now and I don't think I'll ever get to that level, right? Like, realistically. Um, and actually, it's kind of interesting. The gentleman that I mentioned earlier with the Xterra, I was kind of talking with him about that a little bit. And I was like, you know what, though? I don't, I don't really think I want to do that, right? Like, as much as I love that stuff, it's a totally different vibe than the stuff that I put out, right? So for me, personally, the kind of the way that I get over it is, one, I don't really worry so much about what other people do. I appreciate it, and I'm in awe of it. I'm, I'm amazed with some of the stuff these guys do, guys and girls do. Um, but, like, I'm not trying to compete with it, per se. I'm just trying to do my own thing, enjoy myself. You know, I have two kids. I have a puppy. I have a cat. I have a job. I have a bunch of responsibilities that, you know, it... it uh, my buddy Jeremiah at Overland Pioneers made a comment the other day. He goes, if you have an overlanding uh, YouTube channel, you really need to go overlanding more, huh? And I was like, yeah, dude, I want to, right? Like, I really want to take week or two week long trips, like six, eight, 10, 12, 15, 20 times a year, right? I want to do that. But, you know, like most of you guys, I have a full-time job, right? Like, I, I have to be around for my job. I have to be around for my kids. And I, I don't mean that to sound like it's a negative thing. Like, I don't want to be around my job or I don't want to be around my kids. I do. Um, but, like, it's there those, those people that are making those super high-quality videos and taking those amazing pictures and stuff, generally speaking, 
make enough money off sponsorship or do it full time that like that's their job, right? It's it's kind of like I've always thought of like celebrities. Everybody's like, wow, such and such is so good looking and they're so fit and they're so healthy and you know this and that. And I'm like, you know, if I got paid to just look good like and act like I would look good too. I would have a chef. I would have a, you know, I would have a trainer. I would have all this gear in my house, this training gear, like. If that was my only job, then I would be really good at it, which is why I hope someday, right, like even with my quote-unquote lack of professionalism, that someday I will be able to turn this into something where I can go more, right? Like where I can I can have enough featured partners, have enough revenue coming in that it might justify doing this more, and then I would have more time to do that, right? As I kind of get rid of some of those responsibilities and move into this sort of a role where that is my job, then I would have more time and I could do better stuff, Um but I don't ever want to lose that that vibe, right? Like, so again, without getting distorted by the views of these other people's amazing Instagrams and YouTubes, um, I want to keep making the kind of content that I'm making right now that's really helpful for, like, normal people that have those same challenges that I do, right? So that's my solution to it, right? So I look at that hype, and I try and just get myself around it. I try and push down any negativity that I have and say, you know what? I had a good time going to Georgia a month ago, right? Like, I, I had a great time on that trip. Yeah, it wasn't the most glamorous thing. Yeah, a lot of it was highway driving because we just had to get there and we were on a schedule to, to pick up this tent. But like the overlanding part of it, the exploring part of it, the finding this really cool dispersed site, the meeting the van life people that were next to us in the next spot over, like talking to them, having grilled cheese with them. Like there were so many cool things that happened that even though it's like a smaller scale and even though it's not, you know, crazy like... I fell down a mountain, I fell off Black Bear Pass and, and rolled to the bottom and survived. You know, it's not any of that stuff. Um, it's still, in my opinion, entertaining and, and it's interesting and it's real stuff that real people can experience, right? Um, so that's kind of my solution for the hype and getting over the hype. It's just do your own thing, right? Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Okay, so next, monetary challenges. This is a big one, right? Like... It's it's kind of weird for me, and I do not by any means want to sound like I'm rich or anything like that. I'm not. Um, but, like, I could spend a lot more money on my truck. You know, a lot of people that, that kind of know me or follow the channel have been like, dude, you have a really nice Infiniti car that you drive that you bought that, you know, you paid off and you own. You could do something nicer. Like, if you sold that Infiniti, like, you know, you could probably get 15 grand for it, and, and then you could buy a really nice trailer, and you could buy some really nice gear, like, instead of my DIY Unistrut roof rack, I could buy a $1,200, you know, PNP or Prinsu rack or something like that for the Xterra, right? And do more stuff and have better gear. Um, I could buy a newer vehicle, right? I could buy a newer Xterra, like a 2012 through 2015 Xterra. And, and that is that is a thing, right? But here's the thing, too, with that is the only real reason that I even kind of have those thoughts is because that same sort of peer pressure of other people with big money rigs, right? Like, there are some people that are retired and they they dump a hundred grand into a tundra and take it to a shop and get it outfitted, you know, like an expedition vehicle outfitters. These awesome guys, uh, you know, Doctor Death Wobble, Ken Farley, that I talked to a few months ago. Um, they have a shop where they literally do that thing, and and I probably could afford to drive up to Michigan and leave my truck for a week and like just let them go through the whole thing and, and outfit it. But like, 
at the same time, as much as I love overlanding, I just, I don't think that, and this may be a, a frowned upon opinion by some people, but I, I'd love to hear from you guys in the comments what you think. I don't think that money is a requirement for overlanding at all. Like, <clears throat> my new tent is really, really fancy and really, really nice. And I'm not discouraging people from buying it. I mean, like, it's awesome. I, I think it's probably worth the money, right? Like, for someone like me, because I go a lot. I, again, in the last eight, nine months in my old rooftop tent, I probably spent over 30 nights in that thing. And that's with a family, kids, a job, you know, that kind of stuff. So even with that, I still try and go like one night a weekend, two nights a weekend if I can. I try and take a three or four day trip once every quarter or so, you know, like I really try hard to get out there and explore and get out there and take trips and spend time with my gear and learn about my setup and tweak my setup and that kind of thing. But none of that stuff is necessarily required. So like, yes, my tent is like a $3,000 tent. You don't have to do that. My first tent was a thousand bucks, right? Again, if you're going to go all the time, if you want something that's really quality that's going to last, if you plan to be an overlanding for the rest of your life, it's actually probably smarter to spend the three grand and have something that's going to last for a really long time and something that is going to, you know, be replaceable. So like that, again, that, as I mentioned, the, the fabric and stuff from it can be replaced. The interior can be washed down. It's like marine fabric. You can clean it all out, let it dry out, and you're good to go again. Um, the box that it's made out of is, you know, 10 times thicker than a fender panel on your car. So it's just meant to last. But what I'm what I'm saying about that is, you know, this sounds contradictory because I'm saying you don't have to spend a lot of money to do it is on certain things it makes sense to spend more money. But like my roof rack, I, roof racks are nice. It would be a lot easier to just buy one that was pre-made for my truck than it has. I've revamped mine like three times now. But the Unistrut is super strong and it works great. It works perfect. And I spent about 100, 120 bucks on that. So the way I look at it is, and that justifies my, you know, a purchase of something like a big tent that's really expensive because that's a piece of gear I can't make. You know, it's something that I can't do. But overall, again, including the tent even, I'm probably 15 grand into my truck and I've had it and driven it 45,000 miles for the last four and a half years. You know, so like there's that to go around too. I mean, take that, take, call it five years that I've had the thing. That's three grand a year. You know, like that's, it's nothing. And the longer that truck lasts, the more that goes down as an average, right? So what I'm saying is, you know, in certain instances, it makes sense to buy nicer gear. In certain instances, I can't say instances anymore. In certain instances, it doesn't make as much sense to, but it's not a prerequisite, right? It's not a requirement. You can take a ground tent that you've had since you were in high school. You can take a crappy sleeping bag that you've had since you were in high school that's in a closet somewhere. You can go out and you can camp. It may not be the most fun experience you've ever had. It may not be the quickest setup and teardown that you've ever experienced, but you can totally do it. So base your decisions, not on like what you see from other people that have spent a lot of money on their rigs and don't feel down or bad. You know, if someone else pulls up with a 70, 80, $90,000 rig next to yours and you're kind of like, Oh, I don't even want to talk about mine now because it's not nearly as nice as this guy's like, be proud of the stuff that you've engineered yourself. Be proud of the stuff that you've built. Don't feel like an imposter. You're not right. That's the funny thing is like, really, if you look at my rig versus like all these super fancy expensive ones, you'd probably be like, oh man, this guy's a clown, right? Like his, his truck is so crappy, right? Like there's, I, I recently had a guy that follows the channel, Jose, what's up buddy? Um, who sent me pictures of his rig and it's so nice. Like it's so cool. Yeah, I mean, it's it's amazing. It's a really cool Xterra. And he's done a really good job with it. Um, and even as I'm looking at his truck, I'm like, man, I feel weird that he's like, hey, buddy, you have an, a YouTube channel and I really like your stuff. Here's my truck. And I'm like, 
dude, I wish I had his truck, you know? But I mean, again, I put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into my truck. It does perfectly fine. Jose's truck is awesome too. I'm sure he takes it out and, and has trips with it and has a good time with it. And that's what really matters, right? Don't worry about it. You are not an imposter just because you don't have a huge money rig, just because you haven't spent a ton of money. Um, another guy that I follow is Channel Jones Edition. I'll put a link in the description down below. But like Southern Indiana guy, super down to earth, has an older Jeep Wrangler, and he just gets out and he has a good time, right? Like he just wants to go out and have a good time. He's not trying to impress anybody or beat anybody or compete with anybody. Like we just want to go camping, right? We want to go and be relying on our vehicles and have a good time. So don't feel like you have to spend a bunch of money to get into overlanding, okay? This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So then the third and sort of final piece to this episode um, sometimes I, I go on like an Overlanding USA or a Rooftop Tents gear and whatever. There's another big group like that. It's about Rooftop Tents and gear and stuff. Um, and I'll go in there and I will, you know, try and post something. Something that I'm really proud of. Some cool mod that I, or something I think is cool. That's a mod to like my Xterra or something. And I'll post it up in there and... An hour later, I'll come back and I'll check it. And I'll have somebody that was like, hey, that's cool or something. And then I'll have like five people that are like, dude, that's so unsafe. Oh, my God, it's it's so ghetto. That looks like crap. Why would you why would you strap a solar panel to the hood of your roof or the hood of your truck? That's one that I've seen a lot. Um, you know, so like there, there's just this like sort of crushing negativity that comes from a lot of these groups. And it can a lot of the times, again, like. I, a lot of the times I post a picture of my truck and I'm like, hey, I have a YouTube channel and here it is if anybody's interested. And like it gets a really positive response and I feel like, oh, okay, that's that feels good and I don't feel like I'm you know full of crap and then I'm just like some guy that kind of likes overlanding but doesn't actually know anything about it. Um, I feel good about it. But a lot of the times you post stuff and you just get these negative responses and then it can really make you feel like, man, I don't want to share and I don't, you know, I don't, I don't feel like I know what I'm doing as much as I thought I did and... And then you kind of recess your, you know, pull yourself back a little bit and repress that that desire to like post up your stuff that you're really proud of or or ask those questions that, you know, some people may give you a hard time about and say are dumb. I mean, honestly, as long as you try and search that that group, that forum, um, that Facebook page, and if you can't find it, like post up the question, right? If you do something that you're proud of, post it up. Um, people like me, you know, that, that like get it and appreciate that will try our best to like come to your defense and, and step in and say, you know, that's really cool. I appreciate the ingenuity. I appreciate the, you know, the, the creativity that it took to make that thing. <clears throat> if there are safety challenges, you know, obviously that's a different thing, but it's how it's presented, right? Like a lot of people just poo poo the idea immediately and just crap all over everybody. Um, with no like indication as to why or no attempt to actually help. And that can make you really feel bad, right? It can make you feel like an imposter. It can make you feel like, oh, man, I'm just never going to post again and that will solve this thing. But again, don't do that. Don't pull yourself back. Be smart about it, right? I'm not encouraging yourself or encouraging you guys to like go out there and just get lambasted constantly on these groups and, and pages. But um, but rather be smart about it, right? Try and post it up. But don't let it get to you, right? Like don't – again, I've, I've posted a bunch of videos. And I've, for the most part, had a really good positive response. And I try not to like – 
you know, just blast them all over all the pages. I try and be selective and be like, I feel like this one would bring value to like Overlanding USA or like this one's Xterra specific. So I'm going to go to the Xterra, Nissan Xterra group. I'm going to post it there. And I try not to be like over the top. I'm not trying to like force anyone to like my page or like, you know, just, I'm not trying to just get views by posting it everywhere and hoping people are dumb enough to click through it and see my terrible content. Right. Um, I want people that are actually interested in the content to come and hang out and enjoy it. Um, but that being said, the negativity affects all of us, right? And it can make you feel kind of like not a real overlander or not as cool as this guy or not as cool as that girl that posted this thing that she did or, you know, whatever, whatever the case may be. Um, but the important thing is, you know, sticking to your guns, trying to continue to learn, trying to continue to grow, um, sharing cool ideas with people because it may help someone else, right? So that's what I have to say about the growing negativity stuff. All right, so let's wrap this episode up. So as I mentioned in the beginning of the video, if you have any thoughts on this, if you've experienced stuff like this, if you have other, you know, alternative ways of dealing with sort of the negativity, with the hype, with the monetary challenges, that sort of stuff, and, and the, all those things that make you feel like an imposter, like you shouldn't be posting on overlanding pages or you shouldn't be modding your rig, that kind of stuff, I'd love for you guys to post up in the comments below and just kind of let me know your thoughts. Um, if you don't already, you know, I put out a, a vlog slash podcast every week um, on Sunday. So if you don't already, you definitely, you know, Add that to your favorites on, on your favorite podcast channel. If you're not on YouTube, come over to YouTube. Or if you haven't subscribed on YouTube yet, come over to YouTube. Click that subscribe button. Click the bell to be notified when new videos drop. Um, I've also got links to Facebook, Instagram, the podcast if you're on YouTube. YouTube if you're on the podcast, right? All that stuff. All my featured partners are on the description too. Check all that stuff out. Um, I've also got a website. I've got a store on the website and I sell patches and stickers and stuff. There's, some of them are funny. Um, there's one that's a hot dog that says... Don't burn your wiener, which I find hilarious, but haven't sold a ton of. So maybe you guys don't find them funny. But if you do, if that sounds funny to you and you want more morale patches that are kind of camping related, definitely click through that store link down below and, and get your patches today and stickers and stuff. Um, but so again, thanks so much for watching. Thanks for listening. Um, appreciate you guys every week. I love when you guys, you know, send me emails and send me pictures of your rigs and ask questions and things like that. So I'll always respond to you guys. So look forward to hearing from you guys. Look forward to seeing you guys in the comments and uh, we'll see you next week. Take care.